Philadelphia, Radnor, and Allentown, Pennsylvania, and Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Michelle Ferrari, licensed in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. And the updated Lehigh Valley forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny for today, 45. Some clouds tonight, 28. A mix of sun and clouds for tomorrow, milder, 52. Clouds for Monday, 54. Craig Stevens from the News Radio 790 WAEB Weather Center. DLP Capital Partners temperature, 25. The following is a paid-for advertisement. From the Rescue Healthline Studios, News Radio 790 WAEB. The Lehigh Valley's news, traffic, and weather. An iHeart Radio station. that for you indeed you have more than money we are live this saturday morning it is gorgeous out there absolutely gorgeous if you can put aside the fact that yesterday morning at the old homestead it was 54 and this morning it was 21 <gasps> it's only a 33 point mm. drop it's please just okay, no big deal it's winter it's the middle of september of september look at me Already, already <laughs> like yearning for I made it through summer and it's starting to be fall now it's gorgeous out there absolutely beautiful hopefully the wind has died down the wind last night was pretty nasty mm-hmm. so hopefully everybody out there is doing very very well welcome to more than money uh, I am your host Gene Dickinson standing next to me is your host Alyssa Young good morning and uh, you're doing well today I am thank you uh, kids are good yep Family's good. Everybody's good. Yes, thanks. Do you know why uh, Craig was uh, coming in at the very last moment today? No, because he and his bride still celebrating Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah, first Valentine's Day as husband and oh, wife. That's nice. It is nice. It's fantastic. You know, that's the kind of thing that you. Hmm. That's that's life. Mm-hmm. That's like we talk about money. We get that. We talk about investments and retirement. We talk about income taxes and standard deductions and social security and survivor benefits. And we talk about estate planning and wills and trust. We talk about all that kind of stuff. These are tools. These are tools. These are tools that help you build the life that you really want. That's right. And Tomorrow is Murphy's first birthday. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so for... Juliana has big plans. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to spoil the dog for his first birthday. Well, she's absolutely correct. Yeah. I mean, who would doubt that? No, no, no. one. <laughs> no one. Well, a couple of weeks ago you would have. <clears throat> yeah. yeah he, tested, he, has, he has tested my patience in this teenage stage of his life. I'm, I'm actually not surprised, but I'm I'm pleased that he's made it to his first birthday. <laughs> he's becoming very sweet. Seriously? Oh yeah, he really he really is sweet. He it's neat. Um, Murphy's a, a golden mountain dog, and I don't know if this is something they all do, but the way he shows his affection most of the time is to either sit on or lean on you. And it's really cute. Like, I'll be making dinner, and he'll come up and sit down next to me and lean on me. Or he'll sit on my feet. And if I sit on the floor, he sits on my lap. And Juliana, the same way. She sits down to put her shoes on. He's right there on top of her. (laughs) It's really cute. He's 100 pounds. (laughs) He's 100 100 pounds of snuggle. Yeah, it's nice. That is nice. Speaking of nice, 
yes. radio, radio segue. Yeah, very good. We um, we are very nice. Um, we're, we're, we are very nice. Speaking of nice, we are very we nice. We are very nice. And one of the nice things that we do is we answer your questions. So if you would like to join us this morning, we have three different ways that you can do exactly that. Whatever fits you, whatever makes you most comfortable, you can certainly call us. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. You talk to the lovely and talented Elliot. He'll get you squared away. Alyssa will answer your questions, and I'll just hang. That's what I do best. It's just <laughs> Alyssa does the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. and I admire it from a distance. Just like all week long. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. That was a softball. It was right down the middle of the play. What did you expect her to do with no, it? Come I on. had to. And you have to. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Some things are a requirement. If you'd like to send us emails, that works very well indeed. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can certainly send me your emails as well, Gene, G-E-N-E. Wow, that's interesting. At askmtm.com. And uh, the third way is that if you are further afield, uh, coast to coast, north and south, or you're just working and you're just like, hey, I'd like to get it through the miracles of technology, iHeartMedia, maybe on my workstation, a little more clear, maybe um, through your headsets, Bluetooth, uh, smartphone, iPad, um, you know, Insta the Face and Facegram, all that stuff. Um, all you have to do is uh, go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Listen Live button, which magically appears. That's pretty cool stuff. It is. Every Saturday morning, right around 8 o'clock, it magically appears. And when we sign off at 10, it disappears. But the shows don't disappear. That's kind of cool. It is very cool. Lots of folks listen on podcasts. Yeah. And uh, easy to do. They're all archived on our website. So Mm -hmm. you go right there. And if you uh, are so inclined or, goodness, uh, if it fits your schedule, I guess that's better. Or if it just fits your lifestyle. Lots of folks, they run, they walk, they bike, they do whatever. And they go, hey, that's a good time for me to get educated. Mm -hmm. That works really well. Normally, I would say... That'll be posted on Monday around noon, probably. Yeah, oh, Alyssa's I got, got it. it covered. I got That's it covered. okay because uh, uh, normally I would say Megan is going to post that, but Megan is in Greece. Yes, she is. Wow. Yes, I saw some very nice pictures of her trip in. Uh, she's in Athens right now mm. and gorgeous. Said so she's going to move there. Oh, oh no, yeah. Sicily. Oh no, <laughs> never mind. Uh, at any rate. Uh, so she's in Athens or Greece at some place in Greece. Our good friend, uh, Chad is in St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. My client's going to Egypt tomorrow and, Monday. <laughs> and in keeping with all that amazing travel, I've got big plans myself. Yeah. Yeah. Penargel. I think if I can, <laughs> if I can fit it in, you know, and get all the uh-huh. appropriate approvals wow. and travel. Yeah, Penargel, and there's rumors. It's just rumors that while we're there, we're going to do an excursion to Bangor. So (laughs) I'm thinking, oh my, it's a lot. Region is a slate belt. That's what I had heard. Slate belt. Slate belt. So that's exciting. Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's you know Greece, Egypt, Saint Lucia, Penargel. I think. 
I think my, mostly Scottish. I think mostly. That, you're going to learn so much. I've, you know, when you go Take to a different culture, <laughs> you go to a different culture. Take lots of pictures. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's boy. that's what Jean's got. <clears throat> my daughter's in Greece. My best friend's in Saint Lucia. <laughs> Good friends are going to Egypt, and I'm in Prince <clears throat> I don't think I'm going anywhere. So. I'm getting a little emotional. We're going to Westchester next week. Everybody says that's really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Everybody says uh, it's really cool. Every you know things evolve, and when I was in school, Westchester had a certain vibe, and apparently that vibe has changed mm-hmm. dramatically, and it's really positive, and people like the town, and they like the kind, con- they like everything about I've it. I've heard good things, so. So we will see. We uh, that's why that explains that. Six one zero seven two zero seventy. 900 Alyssa at askmtm.com um gene at askmtm.com more than money online.com um tax docs are out yes happily yes yes um i know a lot of our clients were waiting for some 1099s in charles schwab and they arrived this week so uh, they're available currently online yes and uh, they have been mailed yes so you should have those by Memorial Day, <laughs> maybe July 4th. Who knows? Yeah, you, you, don't don't, know. I, you don't know. <laughs> so if you are in the position where you're going, gosh, the only thing I need is this to get it done, let your financial advisor at MTM know. Mm-hmm. We can get copies of that for you Yeah. and make it really, really easy. And, of course, if, uh, if uh, our MTM uh, tax team headed up by Diane, Mm-hmm. If that is her real name. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. she's, she's become famous for that. Mm-hmm. She gets tons of emails going, Dear Diane, if that is your real name. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, if your tax return is being done by MTM, gosh, if we've got the paper, the, uh, if you're with Schwab and you're with MTM, we can just scoot it over and yeah. life becomes really, really simple. Yeah, you don't need to wait to receive the 1099 in the mail. You don't even need to go get it. Online yourself, it, we will get it for you out of Schwab. Yep, no problem. Easy, easy yep. peasy lemon. So squeezer. don't wait to turn in your other stuff if that's the one missing piece. You can compile the rest of your documents and bring them by, and we'll take care of the rest. Um, and if you haven't already signed your engagement letter and oh. filled out your questionnaire and your direct deposit form, we have copies of those in the office, so you can always... Um, Sign that stuff while you're dropping off your paperwork if that makes it easier for you. Nice addition. Good yeah. cover, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's hot. It got really hot mm-hmm. in it. The uh, <clears throat> studio, the first hour is 88 degrees, mm-hmm. and the second hour is 58 Correct. degrees. Correct. That's exactly right. That's how that <laughs> works. Um, you sent me a very nice email reflective of uh, uh, one of your clients enjoyed our newsletter yes yes she she was starting to talk about her anxiety about what's going on in the world Mm. and and it was cute because her son drives her to our office Mm. and before she got into it she said you don't have to stay to her son she said you don't have to stay and listen to this if you don't want to because we might not agree I don't want you to get all worked up and he's like ma it's okay you know (laughs) So, (laughs) so she started talking about how she's concerned about whether she can, you know, her money is safe. She's all the things she's hearing about, you know, the government monitoring your transactions and your accounts and ESG. And she was going on and on about these things that she was worried about. And then she said, um, please 
thank Jean for the column in his new- newsletter. She said it was a good pep talk for me. <laughs> so she said she feels like the nuts are taking over in the world and she liked your positive spin on things. So I was like, I will tell him you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very, very kind of her. Um if you are a subscriber to the newsletter, you know that we answer tons of questions. Mm-hmm. We put out uh, lots of great guidance financially. And then there's a portion, a column in each newsletter where I um, share some of my ideas. Mm-hmm. Some of them are rather easily embraced. Some of them are a bit more challenging. <clears throat> <laughs> Not everyone always agrees. But this one apparently touched a lot of people. Um, and, and the premise is pretty straightforward. Uh, I, I think that the uh, morons in, um, in Washington, D.C., and um, for years, especially growing up, we were used to identifying, particularly as if it was a, a, a newspaper report, um, John Fetterman, and there'd be a D behind his name, mm-hmm. uh, or um, Ted Kennedy, there'd be a D behind his name, or gosh, uh, Trying to think of a decent repo. Oh, Donald Trump there'd be an R behind his name. Mm-hmm. I think now if we're if we're being accurate, if we're if we're really truly journalists, we just put <clears throat> M or I behind their name. <laughs> Moron or idiot. Take your pick. Um <clears throat> maybe A, all the above. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think every single one of them. I I I've I've yet to find one that you go, I'd be so proud of my daughter married him. No, please, <laughs> I'd have to take her out back and just or him out back, hmm. or them out back, whatever pronoun you want to use, <laughs> I'll use that. Um, and what makes it infuriating to me, um, I think 98% of the people are wonderful. Hmm. I think 98% of Americans are wonderful. I think they're kind and considerate and compassionate, and, and they disagree, and, and they're okay with that. It is not the civil war that these morons want us to believe that it is. Mm-hmm. And it is not, the world is not driven by the loudest 1%. No. That's not democracy. So, um, sadly, my column went on and on and on and on. <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted to give you a kind of a flavor of yeah. what it was. And if you if you read it, fantastic. I hope you appreciated it. If you haven't and you'd like to, Send me that email, gene at askmtm.com. We'll get that um, to you. I have something cute to share with you related. My daughter's eighth grade social studies class has to invent or make up a political party. And she told me, it sounds like a really cool exercise, actually. You know, Um, she said there's a boy in her class. His name is Tucker. And he's making a party about, it's called something about kiss kissing party and and she, she i said stay stay away from that kid first of all <laughs> but but he goes vote for tucker and get a pucker <laughs> i thought that was so funny <laughs> young man's got a career ahead of him <laughs> like tucker is trouble but i think that's a pretty neat assignment um you know i i think their job is to identify like what their values what their principles would be their stances on things and, you know, have, like, kind of a theme for the political party and have to be able to, like, pitch it like a campaign. It's interesting. It is interesting. Um, I don't I don't know this guy. John, Don, they, they, is it Lemon or Lemon? 
from CNN. You don't know him uh, either. I, and I don't know how to, I've seen the name written. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, apparently, it should be pronounced moron. Oh, <laughs> maybe it rhymes with moron. Oh, my gosh. He has said some of the, <sighs> like, most, now, admittedly, it's CNN. So the fact that you don't know who he is isn't surprising. <laughs> our radio show has higher ratings. More people listen to our radio show than listen to CNN. It's a little embarrassing that you'd have a national network and have a, uh, a show that has so few people who actually watch. But at any rate, he says some just ridiculous things, that some things that I disagree with politically. Okay, but then apparently uh, Nikki Haley uh, made uh, a pretty interesting speech and said, hey, in light of what we've currently got as president, mm-hmm. maybe there should be a cognitive test if you're going to run for president and you're 75 or older, you're not necessarily in your prime. We should maybe have a test. Mm. And he lost his and mm. said, what makes her think she's in her prime? Women are in their prime in their 20s and 30s. Oh, geez. Well, he has uh, two young women as his co-host and they were like, are you serious? <laughs> oh, well, no. yeah, you look it up. You can Google it. Women are in their prime in their 20s and 30s and she's like 50. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Lemon, Lamon, Moran. I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's just he is just making life so much more interesting. Oh, my goodness. I really appreciate him. I really because you can't make up stuff that stupid. Actually, apparently you can because he did that. Um, We had a and, and we've got a fistful of emails. We're waiting on our first call, 610-720-7900. That's the icebreaker call. Mm-hmm. We always appreciate that. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Jeannie at askmtm.com. More than moneyonline.com. ESG. Mm-hmm. We touched on it last week. We did. Um, just as a reminder to everybody, ESG is? Environmental, social, and governance. It's like a descriptor for a company or investment that allegedly <laughs> has those values, if you will, or principles. Um, I that that's that's the best I can do. <laughs> it's, no, it's very good. It's it's very good. There are folks who think um, that if you own a company, you should run it according to. Um, Policies and processes that are environmentally sensitive, mm-hmm. societally sensitive, and and from a governance standpoint, have some um, uh, diversity, diversity, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Other folks say, hmm, you're supposed to be making money. Be moral, of course. Be ethical, of course. Be legal, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's you're not supposed to take my investment and do stuff that I may or may not agree with. Mm -hmm. So there is a strong ESG um, movement. Mm -hmm. AOC is a big supporter. STD is a big supporter. There's (laughs) a lot of big support for that kind of a movement. There is now a huge anti-ESG movement. Mm -hmm. So much so, uh, one of my clients this week went, "If, if if you really hated that, what would you invest in? If you were really like, I've had enough of this crap, mm-hmm. what would you invest in? And we, we talked a little bit about direct in indexing. Mm-hmm. Pick and choose. Go to the S&P 500. I want these 31 stocks. And, and you're done. The problem is, how do you really know which ones are 
and which ones aren't. What was the word you used right out of the gate? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> there. Yeah. If you have a mate, if you have pick a, uh, any company, GE, uh, Microsoft. If you've got uh, Johnson and Johnson, oh Johnson, it's got to be uh, ESG because um, I mean, what? Uh, they make baby powder. Yeah, and and <laughs> and band aids. Right. Which. I know it's getting spooky. I'm finding band-aids everywhere. Um, the The reality is, if if you can look hard enough and deep enough into any major S and P 500, we're talking about billion dollar companies. There's some ESG stuff, and there's some anti ESG stuff. Sure. It's, all, it's all allegedly. Sure. We'll come back to this, and particularly the topic of direct indexing. But first, six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. That's the number David has called. So we talked to David. David, good morning. Good morning, Hello? sir. Yes, good morning. Hi, um, this is Steven. Okay, that throws me a curveball. That's okay. I just, um, I, I heard you talking about Don Lemon. And one of my, uh, one of my dad, God rest his soul, one of his, um, one of his sayings was, there's, there's no vaccine for stupid. <laughs> true <laughs> okay well we appreciate the call we appreciate well, the comment we uh, well. yeah that, that's that's about as much as we probably need to talk about don lemon anyway yeah. Stephen, thank you for the call we appreciate it six one six one uh i wanted to go let's start uh yeah let's start with this one. Oh no i, I want to save that one this one seems so long. No, we got plenty of time. So go ahead. Let's let's start with that email. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, dear Mr. Dickinson, no questions but two comments. Hmm. I enjoy catching your show before one of my Brit TV favorites comes on. <laughs> I've learned a lot and just today worked with a financial advisor to transfer an existing lower interest annuity via a 1035 exchange to a much higher interest rate good for the next three years when I can reevaluate. And number two, recently you focused on how important it is to accomplish gifts in a timely way because of, for example, estate consequences if death happens before a donee cashes a check. I enjoy giving our adult children a couple of monetary gifts annually for birthdays and Christmas, but gave up long ago on thinking that these millennials would prioritize cashing my checks. We all have USAA bank accounts, and now I simply transfer the gifts electronically. Way easier and more efficient. Thanks for your educational and helpful program. And uh, this, uh, yes, a young lady. No, thank you for your educational and helpful comments. Really, really insightful. Um, Yes, we've talked in the past on this show about the fact that if gifts are not completed, a completed gift is I want Alyssa to have two hundred thousand dollars. I write her a Thank check. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh, TMI. Gladly accept. Gladly. <laughs> well, it's pocket change. What are you gonna do? I write a check. I hand it to her. She puts it in her pocket. The check the, the gift has not been completed. She walks around with it for three or four months. It is still not completed. So if you are the kind of person who says, I write the checks on December 24th, I give them to them on Christmas, and I've made a gift, and no, you haven't, not until they've cashed the checks. This young lady's idea, it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. Now, in her particular case, um, 
Yeah, they they are all using the same bank. Yeah. So it's pretty easy. It even if you're not using the same bank, it's relatively easy. And at least you have the peace of mind of knowing it's a done deal. That young lady's brilliant. I wonder if if you send someone money via like Venmo or mm-hmm. PayPal. Yeah. And you you it leaves your bank, I guess. Sure. There's an extra step with those apps where you actually have to like accept, accept the it. money and or transfer it to your bank account. So like, is it complete only when you accept it accept in the it. app? Accept it is fine. Okay. Um, as uh, Alyssa will assure you, many of our discussions in the MTM World Headquarters uh, about what is the right way to approach that, what isn't the right way to approach that, we start with, well, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if you had to testify in court about what you've done. Well, Your Honor, the reason I believe it was a completed gift is I sent it by Venmo. Mm-hmm. They accepted it. Mm. And that's a completed gift. Yeah. And okay. cer- certainly in my understanding of completed gift, as opposed to I gave you a check and you cashed it in April. You moron. What? You're screwing me up. Last gift I give you. <laughs> um, and, and, and actually the issue that, that we ran into uh, was... Uh, twofold. One, a gentleman who made gifts on his deathbed, mm. and then they did not cash them, mm. and they brought all that money back into the estate. And oh, it. oh my gosh! And the second was uh, charitable gifts, mm. uh, checks that went out. Hey, I deduct them the, the the moment I write the check. No, it's not how it works. Um, people got um, uh, letters, uh, receipts. From the nonprofit in January because the nonprofit got it in January. It was dated in January. They wanted to deduct it for the previous year. You can't. You yeah. screwed up. Yeah. If you send it electronically, you would not have screwed up. Uh, we have our first break coming up. Uh, 610-720-7900. If your name is David, you can use the word Stephen. Or if your name is Stephen, you can use the David, <laughs> apparently. That's kind of confusing. But <laughs> a lot of conversation Anything over there. Anything goes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't say Elliot. <laughs> Just, we've been through that. Yeah, we tried that. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. We're going to take your calls, your questions after this on More Than Money. Martin Hope, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Josh, quote, After walking around my whole life being a mouth breather, I was excited to try Navage. I read the directions carefully, pressed the button, and oh my gosh, what a sensation. So much mucus, so much crud, but oh sweet, merciful air, I can finally breathe you through my nose. Never have I ever taken such an amazing breath in my life. This is a life changer, unquote. He's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, 
sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaz is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Could you use some extra help meeting basic needs? Like putting food on the table or paying the rent? Keeping your home warm and the lights on? Buying new shoes for growing feet? Or help with medical needs? Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. It's money you can use to help pay for basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, or medical needs. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to learn more about SSI and start the application process today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. On the free iHeartRadio app, you never pay to hear what you love, and you never wait to hear what you want. Save your money, save your time, and listen anywhere. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. iHeartRadio. Fox News, I'm Jill NATO. South Korea says North Korea fired a suspected long-range missile today into the sea. The North had threatened action after the South announced new military exercises coming up with the U.S. Six people killed in Mississippi's Tate County Friday. Sheriff Brad Lance says suspect Richard Crum was on a rampage. Without being able to say this is what triggered this or this is why this happened is what's the real scary part. Deputies arrested Crum at his home. What's left of the Chinese spy balloon shot down off the Carolinas? Getting analyzed at an FBI lab. John Kirby of the National Security Council. We learned a lot already from the balloon by surveilling it while it was flying over the country. We're going to learn even more, we believe, by getting a look at, at the guts inside it. Kirby didn't say what the U.S. has learned so far. America's listening to Fox News. Advertisement. Your eye on breaking news. News Radio 790 WAEB. Pod that right down, because <laughs> if Alyssa gets going, we're not going to be able to turn it off at all. That is a great piece of dance music right there. Thank you so much. That's great energy to bring us back to more than money. If you're just joining us, 610-720-7900. You can send us emails, Alyssa at askmtm.com, gene at askmtm.com or through the miracles of modern technology and iHeartMedia, you can listen live coast to coast, border to border, anywhere that you have internet access, uh, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Ask Gene button if you have a question. Hit the Listen Live button if you'd like to listen carefully. That's fantastic. 610-720-7900. Steve, good morning. You're on More Than Money. Good morning again, Gene. Um I was wondering, I, I saw this, um, this thing, TaskRabbit, and I'm guessing it's one of many websites um, that, that 
allows people to do work for other people. I was just wondering, even if it's something as simple as, like, cutting someone else's grass, what sort of liability would that, uh, what sort of liability should I um, avoid? Should I set up, like, a, is sole proprietorship enough or an LLC or? Oh, if you're, are you considering setting yourself up as a service provider through a TaskRabbit type um, system? I literally, I just heard about TaskRabbit oh. this morning. So I have no idea um, what all they provide. Sure. So what, I what, just wondered. What, yeah, what we'll talk about is in general what what kind of a business structure might give you some protection. So we appreciate the call. We got a little bit of a crackle in the background, so we'll pod that down. But in general, if uh, let's let's use lawn mowing as a good example. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody decides they're going to start a lawn mowing service. Is setting themselves up as a sole proprietor, is that good enough from a protection standpoint? Well, that's the kind of business um, organization that puts you at the highest level of liability, right? 100%. Yet, I would say that that's probably the most typical for a lawn mowing. Uh, Or almost every Mm -hmm. other sole proprietor, one-person operation, sure, Schedule C, sole proprietor. And yet it provides from a legal standpoint, from an entity standpoint, n- no protection. Right. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Right. Because C- it's the simplest. It's the easiest. It's, you don't, it's no fuss, no muss. It's pretty straightforward. Yep. If you have clearly identified risk and can get insurance to protect yourself against that risk, uh-huh. then maybe you're good. Okay. Um, the second level would be LLC, mm-hmm. limited liability company, mm-hmm. um, and the term limited liability kind of suggests <laughs> what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy to set up, inexpensive to set up, okay. easy to report. Um, lots of folks go directly to setting up a corporation, mm-hmm. and in some cases that will provide a kind of a slightly heightened level of protection from a liability standpoint. Even if it's an S-corp, um, some people call it a small corp. That's not what it stands for, but that's okay. A C-corp or an S-corp. Um, but those those add layers of protection. Uh, in many, many cases, uh, y- you will be very wise if you're setting up your own business similar to this um, to, to consult with a really, really good commercial insurance agent, okay. a commercial insurance agent broker. Uh, to describe the kinds of things that you might fear being at risk for and see if it's actually less expensive to insure than it is to be incorporated Uh, or LLC. That's good advice. Um, Starting either a side hustle or your own business, that's, that's what the way, not just the way of the future, it's the way of today. That's what tons and tons and tons of people are doing. There's a, a um, current misunderstanding about about layoffs, about people losing their jobs. Um, several major companies have announced thousands of layoffs. Yeah. People go, well, that's it. We're going into a recession. Mm-hmm. It's really dreadful, and people are going to lose their jobs. They're not going to be able to pay their mortgages, and it's just going to spiral downward. I did a rough calculation. I hope I did this right. <clears throat> yeah, S&P 500. Uh-huh. 
all major corporations. Huge. Mm -hmm. So if they, if every single one of them, they won't. But if every single one of them did, they won't. But if they did, mm -hmm. laid off 10,000 employees each. Mm -hmm. If I've done my math right, that's 5 million jobs lost. Staggering. And obviously then the economy would, would spiral into reset. Well, wait a second. Would it? 5 million jobs lost uh, by um, Department of Labor uh, Statistics right now, there are 11 million unfilled jobs. Wow. If, if you travel around where you live and, and you live in a relatively small town, uh -huh. um, are there signs for um, help wanted? Yes. Like everywhere? Yes. Everywhere you go. Yes. And, and we're not talking about, hey, minimum wage, seven bucks, part time, you can't feed your family. Um, I could give you introductions to five companies this afternoon <laughs> that if you are a high school graduate, you have a clean driving record, and you also have an ability to cleanly pee into a bottle. <laughs> um, 20 bucks an hour, 25 bucks an hour, full benefits to start. Hey, that's better than $0 an hour. Uh, way better. Way and if, better. And if you've been laid off and you're saying, I, I, I can't find a job, my question is, really? Are you looking? Are you looking? Are you seriously interested in, in a job? Yeah. Because there are, well, January 500,000 new jobs created right. and 11 million jobs unfilled. So even if every single S&P 500 company laid off 10 thousand employees it would fill less than half of the current openings and none of the jobs that are being created come on yeah right yeah, that's uh, interesting deep dark depression ahead i'm not so sure 610-720-7900 gene at askmtm.com Alyssa at askmtm.com shall we do that one next sure this says Hello, Jean. My wife and I listen to your show each Tuesday. Or maybe they watch it. Or maybe they don't watch it. Maybe they only listen. <laughs> maybe the, <clears throat> maybe their stomach doesn't allow them to watch it. They go, oh, we can see Jean. Look, sweetheart, turn, turn just turn, it, turn away. <laughs> We're going to listen. We're just going to get the good information. We don't have to see his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, they value the great advice you provide. Which is nice. <laughs> they say we are trying to provide some guidance to our son and would love to get your input. Our son is 41 and works as his father's caretaker, who has been paying him under the table rather than through a 1099. He is hoping to get this changed for this year's taxes. Other than a $20,000 emergency fund invested in a money market, our son has no IRA or retirement account as he has no official earned income. He has some extra cash he wants to invest and is thinking about gold. My wife and I are not familiar with gold as an investment and would like to hear your thoughts on whether this would be a good or bad move. Until he gets a steady job, he needs to have liquidity should he need the money. Thank you. Interesting. 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 Well, let, I, I want to answer two questions, one that they asked and one that they didn't. The first is about gold. Right. No. Now, on to... <laughs> uh, if, if you... If anyone is in a position of modest financial resources, gold is not where you start. You start, you take baby steps. 
you build up your emergency fund, you invest modestly, then you maybe extend out a little bit, have like a six-month CD, get 4 or 5% interest, and then you build on that. You build, build, build. Gold is one of the last pieces that you will need to add, if ever. So that was pretty straightforward. Uh-huh. He is uh, currently the caregiver for his father. Did I remember that correctly? Yeah, caretaker. caretaker. Yeah, not sure exactly what that means. If it's just like, like almost uh, like caring for him, like a nurse type, mm-hmm. or if he really means like property maintenance, taking care of the house. Or, yeah, yeah sure. not, not sure. Um, I mentioned to a um, a client this week, and I have not yet confirmed the information that I need to get, but there are. Um, at-home caregiving companies that will take a family member who is caring for, uh, in this case, a son caring for a dad, Mm -hmm. train them up, Mm -hmm. put them on the payroll, and turn it into a legitimate full-time job with benefits. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is, because there are a lot of people who are doing that right now who aren't getting paid. Getting paid nothing it's actually costing them money without a doubt yeah. and, and 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 in this case of course he has no retirement he has no salary being reported he has no social security benefits being accrued right. he has nothing if he can um transform what he's already doing into a paid position through a legitimate employment um arrangement lots of things change yeah that would pretty sweet it would be pretty mm-hmm. sweet yeah and depending on the care that the, his father is receiving some of it may be covered by insurance some of it may be covered by social security disability somebody it may, it may be covered yeah so exploring that i think is a really important thing yeah and and cut out the whole idea about gold now um another question though even if he's making money that's not reported on a 1099 or a w-2 we've talked about this before like with kids who have a job and they get paid and they if they keep records like a babysitter mm-hmm. or something yeah, yeah. that they could still make contributions to an IRA of course um, so he could do that too if he's keeping track right of course. even though he's 41 years old he's not a kid no it doesn't matter sure oh, yeah so that's another thought is he could start to contribute to maybe a Roth IRA or something okay. very cool. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Gene at askmtm.com. Uh, Lissa at askmtm.com. I'm going to check one more thing here. Okay. Excellent. That's good. And I, th- yes, I want to talk about that one. All right. Please. So we have an email that says, "Dear Gene, love the show. I'm 67 in good health. I have a great job and a pension plan, and I want a new house with a first floor bedroom, despite high real estate prices near me. I bought $20,000 in I-bonds during the past two years and hope for another purchase of $5,000 in I-bonds with any refund from this year's tax return. What do you think? I saw tonight's show. Would a J.P. Morgan or Chase structured note at 7 to 9% for two years be a better investment? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, okay, so I'm I'm going to interpret, and and you're going to be the the email writer. Okay. So if if I'm misinterpreting, you're going to correct me. Okay. So the money that he has 
She. She has. Thank you. Uh-huh. See. I'm a right, woman. Away. right away. <laughs> right away. Right <laughs> away. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna interpret that my pronoun is she, her. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Mm, you're, giving, to, you're giving me license to... People out there going... Rrr, rrr. <laughs> going I, I told her she should correct me. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, they talk about the office wives. I have a radio wife. <laughs> just, Jean, just do what you're told. Just Your life will be so much nicer. <sighs> okay, so she has money in I-bonds. Yes. She would like a new home with her bedroom on the first floor. Yes. I'm I'm interpreting that the I bond money is is the savings for the down payment on the home. Yeah. Uh does she own a current home? Yes. Because she I, <laughs> I I have a house. I just want to I want one that has a is a ranch instead. I want to, you know, downgrade or what, or you know, downsize, downsize. I mean. Okay, so yeah. now from a, an investment standpoint, do you care if if your new home purchase is a reasonable investment, or are you okay if it's a dreadful investment? I'm okay with a dreadful investment because I said that I want a new house, even though prices are too high. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Are you open to a suggestion that might modify the prices being too high? That's why I emailed you, Genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is creep, creeping me out here, dude. Um, okay, I would suggest that you will find a better value if you buy a home that indeed has uh, a suite, master bedroom suite, mm-hmm. on the first uh, floor, m- mistress bedroom suite. What? <laughs> that was called master bedroom. Oh yeah, I think that the new word for that now is um, primary or something. My 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 brother-in-law just built a new house, and apparently, master bedroom is no longer no, an acceptable. But what term. is it? It's like I've heard it too. There's, there's like a, a, a primary bedroom, or um, oh. there's another. They, they used two different terms for All right, it. Right? Anybody out there? The magic rectangle. Uh, no, no. But if anybody out there knows what they're now, what what's now the appropriate name for a master bedroom, please let us know. That oh, would be look great. Gene uh, at askmtm.com. <laughs> Send it to me. That'd be very, very, very useful. I would suggest that there there are. Because ranch homes are in such demand, the prices they're being they're, they're being oversold. What is it called? Primary bedroom. That's what I said, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudette. Very good. Primary bedroom. So, if uh, if you she she her mm-hmm. she her they if if she <laughs> wishes a primary bedroom on the first floor, I get that. That doesn't mean there ha- there there can't be a second floor. A lot of homes mm, these days have a first floor primary bedroom with an ensuite, as they say. So fancy. I know. I'm very sophisticated. Um, <laughs> I've been to Penarjo. <laughs> Not you. yet. You said this week. <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> well, I right. hope so. <laughs> the arrangement's still being made. It's a big deal. <laughs> kind of the whole passport thing's throwing me a curveball. Um, so having an ensuite on the first floor does not mean you don't have a second floor. True. And a home that has a second floor likely has three or four bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And that would make it a better investment uh, and likely, at, at least potentially, less expensive to purchase. Uh. So let's go back to she, you have uh, 20000 in I-bonds. Excellent. 
a good good interest rate. Mm-hmm. You're gonna if uh, your tax return gives it to you, you're gonna put five thousand into an I bond. Again, excellent, very safe, very very safe. So I'm I'm very happy with all of that. That brings us to should a two year structured note be part of the very very safe? Right. It could be. Now, two-year note is is what's causing me to scratch my head a little bit because in your email, you seem to indicate that this new purchase is kind of in the offing. It's kind of like it could, if I find it tomorrow, that's what I want. It, yeah. So would you really want to tie your money up for two years? No. That's a good point, Gene. I think I don't really understand structured notes. Ah, so, so that's we, why. yeah, we might have to dig into yeah. that and unpack that a little bit. So <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna back up for a second and and we're gonna say a two year commitment, if indeed this is intended for your down payment money for your home that you really are committed to. I think a two-year commitment is is one that I would have some concern about, mm-hmm. some significant concern about now. Structured notes, um, j- just to start the conversation about the unpacking part about structured notes, yep. they come in lots of flavors. They do. Lots and lots of flavors. Uh, two year, that's one flavor. Uh, one year, that's another flavor. 18 months, a different flavor. And that's just the terms. Right. And, and then they go out three years, five years. They're, they're, so so you, can, you can kind of custom tailor it. Mm-hmm. I- independent of the maturity... They're also liquid that can be bought and mm-hmm. sold prior to maturity. It, you're taking a risk. Right. Uh, and selling a structured note prior to its maturity um, could very well, could very well subject you to a loss. That's right. That's not their intention. The intention no. is to hold them for the whole time. Precisely. Uh, even if, if we look at I-bonds, same idea. Right. If you don't hold them to maturity, there is the potential you will have a uh, a penalty, right? A relatively minor. Yeah, the last three months yeah, worth so of interest again, relative. Yeah. And if you find your dream home, forfeiting three months of interest, who cares? Right. Please, yeah. Sign me up, buddy. <laughs> um, so, is it possible that a structured note of some type might assist you in getting a decent return going towards your down payment? The answer is yeah. Sure. Um, if you uh, wanted to make sure that your the money you invested, your principal, was 100% safe. Is that possible with a structured note? No. Well, yes, actually. Yeah. A principal protected note. Yeah. However, your return is an unknown. Okay. So um, principal protected notes are available, meaning you can't lose your principal. We just don't know how much money you're going to make. Right. It depends on the market performance during the time period you hold the note. Indeed. Yeah. And then there's an income note, mm-hmm. and I'm we're we're giving you a very broad um, uh, uh, peak. Intro. <laughs> yeah, yes. In summary yeah. of 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 kind of, of of structured notes. So if you have if you're going, hey, that sounds interesting. You're gonna have to sit. You're gonna have to get educated. You're gonna have to get way more informed. But are there are there notes that, that provide income? Yes, fixed income yield notes. Which are that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, however. Your principal is not 100% guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You have a pr- level of protection on the principal. Um, and, and, and a level of protection that you kind of get to pick. Yes. So there are 
kind of interesting ways that you can either protect your principal, create an income. Are there ways to use structured notes to grow money? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, is the right <laughs> word. Oh, yeah. Um, but they all have different attributes. They have different mm -hmm. characteristics, and they all they all will fit a certain type of investor and not be appropriate for other types of investors. Sure. So the term structured note, it's kind of like stock. Should everybody invest in stocks? No. No. Should everybody invest in every type of stocks? No. No, of course not. No. Um, one other quick nuance on this. I think there's an implication and that I, or this woman, is comparing this rate of return over mm. two years in this 7 to 9% range, and we'll just pretend that that's what she can pretend, get, yeah. to the I-bond return over the same time period. Mm. And my thinking, I'm curious what you think. If you know you're going to get, let's just say, average 8% guaranteed two years on this structured note, mm. I-bonds return... The, the interest rate is reset every six months. Mm -hmm. And the goal of the Federal Reserve right now is to slow down inflation. Sure. So my in instinct is your return over two years on an I-bond is going to be less because every six months that interest rate should be going down. That's um, a as good as we can do without having a crystal ball. Yeah. Okay. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Will. Will, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question. Both my wife and I worked for the same company. We both left the company. She went to work for another company, and I started my own LLC. We both got a 1099 for our 401ks because uh, she rolled it over to her new company, and I invested in a uh, IRA. Sure. Um, do do. Do we do anything on our taxes with that? Oh, sure. Now, let, 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 I heard something. I want to make sure I heard it correctly. She rolled hers into her new 401k. Correct. You rolled yours into what? An IRA. An IRA or a Roth IRA? No, an IRA. Oh, Sorry. excellent. Yes. So on your tax return, yes, those 1099s will be reported as distributions. But, and, and let me be clear, are, are you, you do your own tax return or do you have a professional do it? We do our own. Excellent. On your tax return, there will be a subline that will ask you uh, how much of that is taxable. And because you both rolled it over appropriately, the amount will be zero. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. Can, can I have one, one more question? And if you can hang on, because we're at the top of the hour, we have to take a hard break. But if you hang on, we absolutely will answer your question after the top of the hour. Thank you, Gene. Hang on one second. We have, again, Fox Network News, top of the hour. If you have questions for us, you can get on hold, 610-720-7900. You can send Alyssa your emails, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Send me emails, gene at askmtm.com. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, and we can answer all those questions and emails. Are we, do we have bumper music? Am I hearing bumper music? Mm -mm. I'm not hearing any bumper music. And yet we're, oh, which is not the right bumper music. We're going to have to work on this. We'll be back after this on More Than Money.
stopped opt out. Attention, if your teen or preteen is or has been addicted to Instagram and has struggled with eating disorders, body image issues, anxiety, depression, or suicidal thoughts, you may be eligible to participate in a lawsuit for significant compensation. Text TEEN to 323232 for more information. Disclosures by a Facebook whistleblower suggest Instagram and Facebook know their social media platforms are highly addictive and cause eating disorders, body image issues, depression, and suicidal ideation, but have done little to stop it. If your family has been impacted by Instagram addiction, you could be eligible for significant compensation. Text TEEN to 323232 if you'd like to discuss a lawsuit. Text TEEN to 323232 or call 800-768-4026 and speak with an attorney. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Motley Rice attorney John D. Hurst is responsible for this ad. Motley Rice LLC is located at 112 Capitol Street, Charleston, West Virginia, 25301. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. News Radio 790 WAEB, Allentown, and iHeart Radio Station. Available everywhere on our free iHeart Radio app. Number one for music, radio, and podcasts all in one. Pampuso, Fox News. If the air and water are safe, residents of East Palestine want to know why some have headaches, sore throats, and rashes. Two weeks ago, a train carrying noxious chemicals derailed. CDC and health department toxicologists and medical staffers are expected to arrive in East Palestine today. FEMA also providing personnel despite concern that the disaster does And the updated Lehigh Valley forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny for today, 45. Some clouds tonight, 28. A mix of sun and clouds for tomorrow, milder, 52. Clouds for Monday, 54. Craig Stevens from the News Radio 790 WAEB Weather Center. DLP Capital Partners Temperature, 27. The following is a paid from the Rescue Healthline Studios, News Radio 790 WAEB, the Lehigh Valley's news, traffic, and weather, and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young. She's telling me what to do the whole flipping time. <laughs> you look like you lost something over there. Are you okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I basically I lost my dignity in that last break. So I just kind of <laughs> what? lost my self control. Um, my pride. My... Actually, what did no. Gunther say to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was what you were saying the entire first hour. I, I've received some emails com- and text messages complimenting <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you're complaining that, about. That is the single most annoying thing okay. that goes on in our office all week long. Mm. You think this is where it ends? No, I've got to put a... 
Oh, is Alyssa here? Could we meet her? We just think she's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. Hey, fella, uh, yeah, a little something for the effort for Jean? Not, well, Alyssa, I think it's her chemistry. I just think it's a, oh, yeah, she's, well, her husband's a scientist, so she knows a lot about chemistry. Big deal. Uh, oh. That's great stuff. Mm-hmm. We're very lucky. Yeah. It has worked out pretty reasonably <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it has. Particularly if I just do what I'm told. <clears throat> 610-720-7900. Will, if you have that second question and you want to call back, please do. We're sorry that we dropped that call, but that's technological challenges they, they i don't happen. know maybe will had to go maybe he's gonna he's like i'll call him back later and when you say he has to go that's, maybe. that's rude well that's, maybe that was that's an hr complaint you can't talk about people going oh okay oh my 905 gosh. 905 exactly yeah and <laughs> you keep insisting on using the weight headsets i mean seriously there's a lot going on here there's oh a lot to, lot to unpack i'm oh. just saying a lot to unpack okay. <laughs> Uh, 610-720-7900, Alyssa at AskMTM.com, Gene at AskMTM.com, more than money online, uh, dot com. Wow, that is a very, well, it's in big print. Uh, gentleman writes, with the price of everything going up by double digits, one thing we haven't read about is the cost of auto and homeowner insurance. Just got my renewal for 2023. My premium for both jumped from 3500 to over $4,200. Mm-hmm. Ouch. 20% bump. Uh, when I called, uh, the, the explanation was it's inflation. Uh, the cost to rebuild my house has increased dramatically. It has uh, the cost to... Right, replacement re- costs. Oh, my. On cars? And, cr- and on houses. On houses. anything, yeah. sure. On yeah, any, yeah. That was absolutely why. I was told it's an industry-wide increase, so if I shop around, the new rates will reflect the same scenario. I'll, uh, I'll be doing that on Monday anyway. Just thought I'd let your listeners know what's coming when they start receiving their renewal notice. Yeah, I, I got one a couple of weeks ago and uh, looked for the explanation, and it was the replacement cost for my house. I had my previous policy next to the new one, and the the price, you know, the value of the home mm. inflated. And so the premium went up like proportionately. Um, sure. And that's if you can get materials. <laughs> right. And cars, you uh, the cost to repair them has gone up if you can get parts. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Tony, thank you. That that That's very insightful. That uh, certainly affects, what, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody that has a car or a house. Even renters' insurance, I'm sure, would have to go up uh, probably right as because well. the, the cost to buy new furniture and stuff is it's all it's going to be higher. Yeah, uh, higher is not always better. No, this is no longer the '60s. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. This uh, email came to me because of PBS. I have come to watch your PBS show and find your demeanor. And suggestions trustworthy. Oh, I was holding my breath there. Uh, <laughs> no, the word mean is in there. Yeah, when yeah sometimes no. when people talk about Gene's demeanor, mm. you never know where, which way it's going to go. It's a flip of the coin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This well, one, phew. This one's like positive. Yeah, one. s- slid under the radar. <laughs> uh, I've decided to ask you an important question for us. We are retired. We are 76 and 69, respectively, and have $150,000 in capital. Our income is about $42,000 annually, with most of it from Social Security. We're just breaking even with our expenses now. We rent. We have no long-term debt. 
We live in Philadelphia, do not own a car, so good they avoid that whole renewal increase. Yeah. I uh, would like to know if the following apportion, apportionment of investments is sound okay. and if it should be changed to maximize what capital we have. $60,000 in U.S. Treasury bond at 4.125% matures in late 2027. Okay. Four years. Okay. Okay. Uh, $30,000 in a blue chip Vanguard mutual fund. Uh, it's a high dividend fund, pays 5% a year. Okay. Okay. Thirty thousand in uh, uh, New York Stock Exchange securities, paying about four percent in dividends. Our only speculative holding is Ford, at uh, ten thousand dollar book value and now off three grand, so it's worth seven. Ten thousand dollar I bond at six point eight nine, and the rest thirty thousand in money market funds at four percent. What changes would you recommend? Hmm. Well. Um Interesting. They don't need income from their capital, really. I mean, or at least not much. It says that they're breaking even with Social Security on their expenses, so they're not looking to right need like a regular withdrawal yeah, amount. I, or... I'm not sure I would interpret it that way. It says our income is 42000 with most of it from Social Security, but there is a gap. Mm, okay. So there, mm. there is some income. And, of course, on 150000 if your average... Income off of that is um, 4%. That's about the, the difference. Okay. So, so maybe there, it's investment income. I th- it, we're, I'm not sure where else it a would pension. come. Yeah, it doesn't mention a yeah, pension. No. So let's, yeah. let's okay. I'm, I'm going to assume it's from the income that they've outlined. Okay. Um, I mean, generally speaking, I think that that sounds pretty solid they're talking about rates that would support that gap cover that gap sure does um they've got some liquidity they've yep. got some safe safety yep and some growth potential so it's diversified they're not going after um really high return that would mean a lot of risk with a lot of volatility um at least not with majority of the money they have you know a portion of it invested in equities but not not um, too too man, too much of it. Um, yeah, if we uh, look at the stock piece, yeah. the individual stocks and the Vanguard Blue Chip Fund, uh-huh. um, sixty thousand on one fifty is forty percent. Mm, okay, that's not a bad number. No, no, it's not. That's a, a little un- under a moderate allocation, a moderately conservative allocation. And considering their age and their conservative situation, the fact that they've chosen uh, under 50% in the stock market but focused on dividend stocks, mm-hmm. that shows some real insight. Yeah, I, I think it's smart. I, I am in complete agreement. All right. And one of the things that is kind of fun for us as advisors is to meet people who um, have done well. (laughs) And and although it doesn't happen as often as we would wish, right? in in this particular case, there's a lot of folks who come through the door of a financial advisor with real anxiety. We've probably screwed up and they're going to yell at us and they're going to tell us how dumb we are and we're (laughs) going to feel really stupid and I don't even want to go because who wants to feel stupid? That's a pretty common mm-hmm. emotional 
um, uh, state to be in. If you've never spoken to a financial advisor before, if you've been doing it on your own, you're going to, look, I did the best I could, but I'm going to feel like a moron. Yeah, it's very personal. Like, oh, here, sure. like look, Here's, you know, this all of my personal information, now criticize it or <laughs> you know, judge me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, I think, easier for folks who are um, using a, a, an, another advisor because... You can blame them if it's Exactly. Up. <laughs> we're, not, we're not criticizing them. We're criticizing the advisor and saying, wow, what a bonehead. Jeez. Uh, are they out of prison yet? <laughs> That's really bad stuff. Uh, but... Uh, we have often said on air that we, okay, uh, often said on air that we we accept as clients less than half the folks we talk to. Folks come through the door for whatever reason. We 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 are non-judgmental. We don't have a business model that says fill out all these forms and if you have enough money to interest <laughs> us, we'll let you come see us. Mm-mm. We don't believe in that. Never have. Never will. Uh, we invite everybody that is uh, of of a reasonable nature to head on in. We have a nice conversation. If we can be of assistance, we absolutely want to be. If it's a long-term relationship, fantastic. If it's a one-hour relationship where we can give you some good ideas and you go off on your own, that's fantastic too. And if it's a situation where it's really not what we do, we can refer you out and get you the uh, get you to the people that really do what you need to have done. Yep. And on occasion, I'm thinking hmm, one out of every 27, we get an <laughs> individual individual like this, where you look at it and you go, you know what, you you're, you're doing really well. Yeah. And and I'm I'm struggling to find where I would tweak what you're doing. So why not you just. Stick, you, stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. And if you need something in the future, give us a call. But, uh, George, you're doing great. Yeah, that's awesome. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Barry. Barry, good morning. Hey, Giano, this is a legal question or financial question. Here's the deal. Uh, uh, a co-worker of mine was on the way to work, and he got hit by a 19-year-old girl. Uh, smacked uh, up his car. The insurance company, he's all right, thank God. They're both all right, but uh, uh, the insurance. Long story short, the insurance company totaled it. Okay, and what what her insurance company is offering him versus what it's owed, uh, there, 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 there's a gap. I don't know if he has gap insurance or anything. But my question is, what's he, what's he legally entitled to? Just the book value or or what he owes? Yeah, yeah. Sadly, sadly, what you owe against a car has nothing to do with the insurance claim. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is the value of the car itself, and and yeah, there are a lot of insurance companies now that are totaling cars because they know that the cost to to uh, to, to repair them is going to be through the roof. Uh, so they're going by book value. Currently, book value is probably as generous as it's been in years and years and years because finding cars is tough, and the Kelly Blue Book has gone up on lots of used cars. Um, but yeah, sadly, the amount that he owes is irrelevant and uh, wrong place, wrong time and the money he's going to get. If it's not enough to pay off his loan, the only thing he can do is 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 uh, institute a civil action against this girl uh, in in small claims court. Perhaps uh, he can certainly try that. Whether he'll get uh, uh, any satisfaction, that's another question completely. Yeah, that's that, that's more of a legal question. I'm, I'm not sure if he's entitled to more, you know, to, to legally, what he's legally entitled to, book value or, or the or the, uh, 
also, I'm not sure. Yeah, on the insurance well, side, it's pretty clear he's entitled to the book value. On the uh, civil side, is he entitled to an, uh, enough money to be able to pay off the note? The answer is he's got to sue her and find out. Okay. All right. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, sir. You take care. 610-720-7900. All right. We're going to go to the phone and talk to Patrick. Thank you so much. Good morning, Patrick. Hi. Good morning. Um, the other morning, I was, the other day, I was watching the financial network. And uh, is, can you validate this? They said there's a proposal to tax capital gains unrealized. Like, am I saying that right? to a proposal to tax capital gains that are unrealized. And I'm trying to think, if that's true, is that a possibility? And how devastating would that be to the average person like me, retirement accounts, brokerage accounts, and how would it even work? How would you do this? Yeah, Patrick, you, you, yeah, we, we, we have seen this proposal. It was actually put together in the first stages of the Biden administration. It was floated as a trial balloon. It was shot down pretty quickly. The mechanics of it are dreadful. The impact is dreadful. Uh, the negative uh, impact on the capital markets would be unthinkable because why would somebody uh, decide to invest in a stock have to pay tax right along the way, year by year, and then all of a sudden have the stock crater. And, of course, it was an assurance. Well, then you can deduct the loss. No, you're out of pocket. You're out of pocket year by year by year, and then all of a sudden you get to get a deduction. It made no sense whatsoever. As far as we've seen, it has no traction whatsoever. So it's not something that I think you need to worry about or that we need to worry about. Certainly not in the near term. And near term, in my mind, is 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 two years plus. Yeah, okay, great. But I just think, you know, this administration, these are the ideas that they come up with. That is so devastating. You know how devastating the consequences that would be to the equity markets? And just your, you know, I just, it's a Saturday morning. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to my restaurant, open up. I was just thinking. Like, this is what they come up with. Uh, anyway, I appreciate the, you taking the call. Thank you. Love your show. Uh, thank you so much, Patrick. God bless you, and good luck with your business. Thank you. 610-720-7900. Hmm. Uh, we talked earlier in the show about uh, ESG and about anti-ESG. Yes. And about direct investing, but direct indexing. Yep. But we really didn't talk about the, the mechanics of direct indexing. No, we didn't. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, let people know what that really is yeah. while I put my quarter zip back on. Okay, okay. because the temperature has dropped a, a couple degrees in the studio. Um, so direct indexing is available through platforms. So it's not something that you can just necessarily do in your existing brokerage account. You need to have, really it's a special technology in place that allows you to identify either specific um, stocks you want to buy or sectors that you want to be invested in. And the way that it works, um, a p part of it is not just selecting what you're investing in, but it allows for tax loss harvesting, so that's why it's technical. Um, the platform will calculate capital gains and losses to um, buy and sell shares in a way that balance out so that you're 
netting a gain without having a huge tax liability in any given tax year. So you need to have your investments set up through a special platform in order to do that. There's different um, indirect indexing options. Some of them are very specific. Like you can you can be um, selecting exact companies as many as you want. Um, you know, right down to the actual ticker symbol. Um, others don't allow you to customize to that full extent. You only get to pick a few of the options, and the others are kind of set for you. Um, but you need to put in a lot of information, I think, for it to be kind of customized to. Uh, your needs and your goals and also one other note i guess is i think there's some limits sometimes like minimum investment so it's not something you can necessarily do on any platform with any amount of money you might need to have two hundred thousand dollars to use some of the yeah, platform this the the largest minimum i've seen is a hundred and the smallest is five Okay. So the platforms are radically different yeah. how they approach that. So you need to know the rules before you pick one. Without a doubt. Yeah. So uh, direct indexing allows uh, a, an investor a tremendous amount of control, influence, and then ironically um, take his hands or her hands off the wheel because it's an index. You're not buying and selling individual stocks. You are setting up a set it and forget it kind of an investment platform. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. Um, and and potentially, uh, particularly if you have religious uh, philosophies, religious uh, beliefs that you uh, wish to uh, respect, if you are uh, working on a, uh, yeah, good luck with that. You're going to be doing that one too. Um the if if you have um, strong political beliefs, etc., if you are anti ESG, these are all potentially very very useful. Right. A secondary concept that a lot of folks have not bumped into either in direct indexing. The average investor is going, what what the heck is that? Right. It's not real popular. No, not yet. Certainly not yet. And 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 although it is interesting, I think it has limited application. Mm -hmm fractional shares mm -hmm. on the other hand i think might have more practical application yeah how so do they work that's the ability to invest in a stock when you have less money than the, st the stock price for one share so apple stock is trading at 100 bucks a share and you want to invest 17 bucks yeah and if you have a platform that allows fractional inv share investing you can if you aren't on a platform like that, you can't buy a share of Apple till you have the full hundred bucks. It's interesting that you brought it up because just uh, this week, one of my clients was asking me uh, for advice for her son, who's 13, mm. who's learning about investing. And he took a class and he wants to, to invest some of his mm. money. And they were looking at a platform that it's a custodial account mm -hmm. that allows the teenager to select purchases but the parent has to approve them mm -hmm. and and but it's a, like it allows them to be real hands-on and kind of set it up themselves and then just get approval um and i i found another option for them that had no fee mm -hmm. the one they found had a five dollar a month fee but there's another one that's free and it highlighted in there fractional shares which is a nice benefit for a kid who might not have enough money to buy a whole share of a stock they really are interested in the last time I looked at the Schwab fractional share program, I think they have a limit of 10 stocks. 
And I don't know if there's a minimum investment amount, but what makes that interesting is the 10 stocks, if you bought one share of each, might total a thousand bucks and you can invest 51 bucks and you get fractions of each of those shares. And because commissions have been eliminated on the Schwab platform in the old days, buying, first of all, you couldn't buy a fractional share, but buying one share of Apple stock might cost you 50 bucks. Mm, Just to place the trade. Just to place the trade. And now it costs you uh, zero. Buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, fractional shares. And, And for a young person, for somebody just getting started, or somebody who's 41, helping his dad, Mm -hmm. thinking about gold. I'm thinking it's a bad idea. But if you're really committed to the gold idea and you're starting modestly, you could do fractional shares and and include a stock in a gold mining company. Hmm, Sure. And then have that offset with whatever, Tesla, if you wished, or uh, um, some other equally interesting (laughs) collection. Uh, But a collection... Indeed, and fractional shares could be either uh, for a young man, young woman, learning at 13, mm-hmm. fantastic, mm-hmm. way more interesting than a mutual fund. Right. Because as, as cool as mutual funds can be, they're not cool. The kids, no. No, they're not cool. They want to own, like, Nintendo and exactly. Amazon. <laughs> 610-720-7900, all yours. All right, we're going to go to the phones and talk to Ray, I think. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Did I get that right? Is this Ray? Yes. Wonderful. How can we help you this morning? Hey, good. thanks for taking my call. I'm just curious. My, my wife and I both have an IRA. I mean, it's not a lot. I might have like 66000 in mine. Okay. And both of her, she's got about oh, 39000 Okay. Now, I was thinking of just taking it all out and investing it in gold. Would that be a bad idea? I'm 67. Go ahead. Giggle, Gene. I heard that giggle. I that. <laughs> By the way, I do love your show. I listen Saturday morning, especially if I'm going somewhere. You know? But anyway, I, uh, just, good. Yeah. I just don't feel comfortable with it in the bank for some reason. I don't know. Oh well, well, first of all, just just to be clear, yes, I do giggle when you when anybody talks about just take it all out, put it in gold. Uh, gold as has a track record as an investment that's about as uneven as any investment ever invented. So I I wouldn't be that excited. Now, uh, do you have to leave it in the bank? No. Do you have tons of other options? Yes. Uh, Do you have to take it out of the IRA to invest it in gold? The answer is no. If you are deeply committed to gold, but you don't want to liquidate your IRAs, and you shouldn't, uh, you can invest uh, in gold, change the custodian from a bank to a brokerage uh, or working with or without a financial advisor. It's not really relevant. You can do a brokerage. Do Do you handle gold? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, but the thing is, if I take it all out, I, would I have to pay a penalty? Uh, y- yes, and so when you asked if we handle gold, the answer is yes. The question you did not ask is, would we recommend that you take it out of your IRA and pay that tax and penalty? The answer is no. We can invest in gold inside an IRA, so we would uh-huh. set up the, the both of the IRAs, however many IRAs there are, in three, a— six, yeah, we, we would set them up so that they would be uh, in a custodian that would accept an investment in gold. 
an exchange-traded fund that does that is very, very inexpensive. Uh, you'd have exactly what you want. While you were in that uh, environment, the MTM World Headquarters, uh, Alyssa would be uh, instructing you that this is a really bad idea <laughs> and that she has much better ideas. Uh, but at I'm least... I'm only making a couple dollars a day, if that, which isn't bad. I'm not losing money. It's in one of those low-risk, you know. Yeah, uh, we could, you could be making 5%, what, you got 100 grand. You could be making 5 grand a year guaranteed right this moment. So, yeah, yeah, m moving the IRA custodians is a, is a likely a very, very good idea. <laughs> we'll, uh, we're coming up against a hard break, but uh, we got you right here. Make sure you follow up and... Uh, and one of us will help out. Yeah, I like that, Gene. Thanks again, guy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I like your show. I'll tell you, you've got a good head on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You make a lot of. Well, thank you, sir. God bless you. God bless. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We've got Jay on hold. You were going to ask you to hold through the break. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. He's my new favorite guy. I right know there. you would say that. You make a lot guy. of sense, Gene. <laughs> and occasionally I make dollars, too. <laughs> well, only occasionally. 610-720-7900. We'll take your calls, your questions after this on More Than Money. Last night they loved you, opening doors and pulling some strings. I'm Martin Hope, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Josh, quote, After walking around my whole life being a mouth breather, I was excited to try Navage. I read the directions carefully, pressed the button, and oh my gosh, what a sensation. So much mucus, so much crud, but oh sweet, merciful air, I can finally breathe you through my nose. Never have I ever taken such an amazing breath in my life. This is a life changer, unquote. He's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. As Russia's war on Ukraine reaches the one-year mark in coming days, the vice president says that Moscow has committed war crimes. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. Kamala Harris today addressing the Munich Security Conference, pledging continued U.S. and NATO support for Ukraine. The feds are stepping up their recovery efforts at the scene of a two-week-old train wreck in eastern Ohio. CDC and health department toxicologists and medical staffers are expected to arrive in East Palestine today. FEMA also providing personnel, despite concern that the disaster does not technically qualify for FEMA assistance. Again, that's what FEMA is saying. Fox's Todd Pyro many of the derailed cars were carrying harmful chemicals. The EPA says, though, the air and water are safe. America is listening to Fox News. 
all the radio stations you love, every playlist to match your mood, the podcasts that everyone's talking about. If it's on the iHeartRadio app, it's free. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. iHeartRadio. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-info.com. The following is a paid-for advertisement. Your eye on breaking news. News Radio 790 WAEV. To pod that way down there, son. Uh, you want to talk about a fashion show? Mm-hmm. This is more than money. This is a financial own. All right, no, it isn't. Nope. <laughs> so nope. we nope. Talk about a lot of stuff. So, uh, all right, keep that in. Maybe we'll circle back to that. 610 720 7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Jay. Jay, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well, sir. How may we serve you? Okay, question. My wife and I had the typical savings account set aside, built up for emergencies, okay? Um, we had to, to get depleted quickly when, you know, a refrigerator went and the car broke down. The repair was quite extensive a little bit. So we found out, long story short, we had to use the credit card a little bit, which we both hate to do. And we realized it was going to take us a little bit of time to pay it back. So we didn't like paying 11 and a quarter interest. So we asked our finance manager, what is a good way to do this? Because we don't want to touch our retirement accounts at all. My wife is partially, my wife is retired. I still work two part-time jobs yet. Okay. So he recommended going with a home equity line of credit because it's a lower rate of interest, like by six and a half points lower paying off on a home equity line of credit versus a credit card. But now I'm kind of wondering if we really should have gone that route or if we, or if a uh, reverse mortgage would have been better. Oh, kind of stuck. oh, oh, oh. Uh, Jay, I'm going to put your, your heart to rest right away. No, mm-hmm. what you did was the correct way to go. A reverse mortgage would not have been the way to go. Uh, you, you, are, uh, you got good advice. The home equity line of credit, uh, much lower interest rates. So if you make the same uh, payments to the home equity line of credit that you were making to the credit card, it will be paid off much more quickly and much less painfully. And the reverse mortgage is not intended 
to do what the line of credit is intended to do. It's intended to be a much more long-term uh, uh, what uh, process, and the fees involved with a reverse mortgage would have made it totally inappropriate. So what you've done is exactly what you should have done. Okay. All right. That's what you need to know, a little bit of peace of mind. Thank uh, you both so much. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, you're welcome. God bless you, sir. Right, God bless you. Yep. It's so easy to make a, a, a decision based on what, gosh, I hope I know everything I'm supposed to know, <sighs> and then second guess and oh, wonder. Oh, of course, yeah. So um, we talk often about second opinions. We're going to talk more about that here in a moment, mm-hmm. but getting a second opinion meeting. It is, it is often useful to just ask a second opinion question. Yeah. Hey, this is what I've done. <sighs> If you want to call me a moron, go ahead and call me if I did the wrong thing. But in, in, in many cases, Jay's perfect example, he did exactly the right thing. Yeah, they want confirmation, peace of, course, of mind. Of course, of from course. somebody that's got 780 years of experience and has his wife's permission to say so. <laughs> uh, you, seriously, you want to talk about a, a fashion yeah. show? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, if anyone's interested... Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna? You're not gonna post that, are you? I, I, I might share it with select no, people. You should post it. Um, I, I I would love that. Some of you wouldn't mind. Others might not be happy if it was posted publicly. So, um, we'd have to clear it with all of the parties involved. Um, but Gene and the fellas in the office were out this past week actually on valentine's day it was yeah. so sweet um they went shopping i love my boys for ties um gene buys the guys each a tie for christmas it was a belated christmas outing and they made a day of it or not a day an afternoon two hours whatever they went for lunch and they went out and they each bought a new tie and when they came back we sprung this on them we said okay guys line up put your ties on we're having a fashion show so most of them cooperated fully. One begrudgingly hmm. walked down the catwalk with no flair at all. The others had lots of pizzazz. They put their ties on and they strutted their stuff down our makeshift catwalk. And I took a video. So we had a tie fashion show. It is very entertaining. And um, I would love to share that with the world because I think it would make everybody chuckle a little bit. <laughs> they didn't know their financial <coughs> advisors were also... Uh, models. Yeah. <laughs> we do well, have a little bit of fun in the office sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah, it was <clears throat> it was lovely. Um, it's great fun. Um, yes, every year I try to get the boys ties. Uh, the the word the professional world has changed. When I became a financial advisor, every advisor wore a suit and tie because every advisor was an old white guy. So everybody wore a suit and tie. And now, of course, thankfully, the world has evolved, and not every advisor is an old white guy. Uh, And lots of uh, male advisors have gone to a little more business casual Mm -hmm. kind of, but we still like to wear our ties. So we had a chance to uh, head over to uh, Easton, um, one of my favorite places, the London shop. Mike McNamara was very kind to help us. Uh, and the boys all picked out their own ties, and then the girls insisted that we do a fashion show. Mm-hmm. There was some, there was some wiggling going on there. Oh uh, yeah, some there of was. those boys had some, they had some moves. Yeah, uh, you included. No, please. Yeah. Well, there was that one. Anyway, 
610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to George. George, good morning. Good morning, Gene. First of all, I'd like to say that you have a great TV show. I love watching you. You're, just, you're made for TV. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic show. Thank you. Anyway, I have a quick question. It's probably just common sense. I'm not sure. But uh, my mother, who's 82 years young, owns a home, and uh, she's interested in, in selling it to me at a fraction of the price um, with the condition that she remains in the home until she passes or if she wants to you know, move on, whatever she'd like to do. Uh, I'd like to purchase it off of her, but rather than typically going through, you know, getting a mortgage, I'd like to pay her monthly. So it'd be like a rent to own situation. How would that affect her social security standing? And she also receives a very small garment workers pension. Uh, she's concerned about how that would affect her status with social security and whatever she would be, uh, responsible for on her end. And also mine, because it's a bit, She's asking thirty thousand from me, and it's worth. I could probably sell it for maybe one hundred and sixty or one hundred seventy thousand dollars. But you know, for the for the, you know for her sake of being able to live there, you know, throughout the rest of her life, it's you know it's more than worth it on her end. So I'll take the answer off the air if that made any if that made any sense to you. It did indeed. I appreciate the call Great. and and we'll thank we'll you so talk. much. Oh, our pleasure. Thank you. God bless. God Bye-bye. bless. God bless, mom. God bless her. Yeah, interesting scenario, and uh, George has added a couple of pieces, or maybe his mom added a couple of pieces that are very thoughtful, uh, and and are often missed in these kinds of transactions. Um, the idea that she should have protection that um, would permit her, would guarantee her that she could live there for as long as she lives, as long as she chooses to. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Very, very smart. It eliminates a half a dozen of the major objections that I have to these kinds of arrangements. It eliminates them because my concern, George was very kind. He had very kind words to say. So he, he goes on my on my good list. Mm-hmm. You got a couple of those okay. today. New friends. Yeah. Well, attaboys. That's everybody <laughs> appreciates attaboys. Um, but I'm not worried about George. My only concern would be mom. So as long as whatever happens here benefits mom, I'm all for it. And if it puts her at any risk at all, the answer is you don't do it. Right. So there are two ways to approach this. Um, George Mintz, uh, mentioned rent to own. Mm-hmm. That's one way. A second way is, is through a personal mortgage. Mm-hmm. Personal mortgage. So in the rent to own, yep, he's just giving mom income. Uh, and and thirty thousand bucks spread out over thirty years, mm-hmm. eighty bucks a month. Now, I, I don't I don't know what kind of term they're looking for, um, but the uh, the the rent says George doesn't own anything. He's he's renting the house. The deed does not transfer. Right. Um, it the the home is still in mom's name. Right. It will still be in her name when she passes, so it'll be subject to estate taxes. Yep. So that may or may not be ideal. Right. Purchasing the home on a private mortgage says we don't need a bank. We transfer the deed. George now owns it. It's out of mom's estate. Mm-hmm. He has a mortgage, 30000 bucks, 
that he owes mom and, and an agreed upon interest rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the federal government has something to say about that. Yeah. It has to be a market rate. Right. So so pick a number four or five percent interest, which yep. based on the value of the home and, and what he's paying, pennies, mm-hmm. nothing. It will be taxable income to mom. Mm-hmm. Will it reduce her Social Security? No. No. Might it cause the Social Security to be taxable? It it's, could. It could. We would need um, half an hour yep. <laughs> with a financial advisor or a tax professional. Yep. That's all that George and mom would need. Sit, uh, understand um, real clearly what the numbers are from um, mom's standpoint, as long as it doesn't negatively affect her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm certain that we could structure it in a way that it would not yep. uh, either negatively affect her Social Security taxation or increase her Medicare premiums. Again, modest income, unlikely. Yeah. So the likelihood that this can be constructed um, financially in a way that's um, you know, useful, beneficial to both, I, I'm 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 95% certain it can. The mechanics need to be done precisely. That involves a trusted, experienced attorney. Yeah. Uh, one that can set up the transfer, one that would set up the mortgage. So you want an actual mortgage, not just a verbal no, agreement. No, filed at the courthouse. Formal, absolutely formal. And a formal life estate. Mm. A life estate is a legal interest that, that, that literally says in, in, for the world to see. This woman can live here as long as she lives. Yep. Uh, even to the extent that paint a horrible scenario, he passes before she does. And and mm-hmm. now and now somebody else owns the house because uh. it goes through his estate. Maybe it gets sold. Uh. Whoever owns the house doesn't matter. She gets to live there. Right. And. Done properly, the owner has to pay for the maintenance, the real estate taxes, the insurance, but she gets to live there. So a couple steps um, to do this properly, and that's the only way you you should even consider doing this is to do it um, squeaky clean, um, properly. Uh, The first step, consultation with a financial advisor or tax professional, probably easier to get an appointment with a financial advisor these days uh, in the middle of tax season than it would a tax professional. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yes. Uh, but a half an hour to confirm all the numbers and then working with a trusted, experienced attorney to do the mechanics of the deed transfer, the mortgage, uh, and the recording of the mortgage, and the life estate. I, I think it could work rather nicely. Sounds good, yeah. It's, uh, that's why George knew I was the... The guy, yeah, because uh-huh. I got stuff uh-huh. 780 years. Uh-huh. It's a long time. Yeah, George knew who to call. Somebody said you have a good head on your shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> and and she still giggles about that. That's the, that's the hurtful part. That's the hurtful part. She hears I have a good head. <laughs> you should see him in the office. Uh, second opinions. We were able to give um, this one gentleman a review of his. Um, current investment portfolio and give them two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. 
Um, second opinions don't always go that well. No. But um, they can be really useful. Uh, sure. In, in the world of more than money, in the world of MTM Financial Group and our world headquarters in the Holy Lands, and it is the world headquarters now because we have a second location um, in, the, in, in the hinterlands. A uh, branch. A branch. Um, so uh, the world headquarters in Bethlehem, when somebody walks through the door for a, uh, a second opinion meeting with you mm-hmm. or, or with any of our advisors, what should they expect? Well, they should expect us to ask a lot of questions. <laughs> um, we talk about a lot of details. We get into details. It's really not just a very generalized conversation. If you are looking for some honest feedback about your situation, we're going to need to know where things stand now, what it, it changes you expect and what your goals are, what do you need to accomplish, and then we look at how your current in investments or finances, income, expenses, how that all matches up to see if they if it will fit and you know satisfy the the needs that you have financially. So we'll look at balances, statements, investment allocations. The more information you have when you come in, the more productive a conversation we can have. Um, if you don't have every little detail, every little statement, that's okay too. Um, we'll guide you down the path so that we can get enough information to be able to say, um, yeah, you're in great shape. This is smart. This is safe. This is meeting your your needs um, and, and it's sustainable. Or, mm, mm. okay, there's a few concerns uh, we have or this is why this doesn't fit you or you're, you're missing out on opportunity with this. You know, we, we, we can give you pretty good sense in that one hour mm-hmm. of where things stand. Sometimes you ask questions that require more research and we'll say we'll look into that and get back to you. And sometimes we ask questions that require more research. Yeah. And you have to go off and, and, and take a little uh, dive into your financial picture and bring back some information. Yep. But either way, uh, you you learn something. You should expect to learn something mm. um, and expect to either, um, you know, have some sort of thumbs up or validation or pat on the back or some ideas to think mm. about, suggestions. And whether or not at the end of that second opinion meeting you think MTM is a good fit to help you, mm. um, at least you have some direction on whether you want to keep doing what you're doing or make some changes. And we can absolutely assure you that there will be a no frivolity at any moment. There is <laughs> this is not an entertainment opportunity. It's very serious. Very serious. Very grim. I think grim is the right word. Just always grim. It's a sobering. Sober d- is probably not the right word for some <laughs> of our advisors. I'm kidding. Wait, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, one of one of the great. Um, um, pleasures of our team and and our clients. I think I think that because our clients are part of our team is their ability to laugh. Mm-hmm. And I, on regular occasion, not once or twice a week, but once or twice a morning, and mm-hmm. then once or twice again in the afternoon, I'll be outside a conference room with an advisor meeting with clients and the giggles and the laughter it is it is fantastic. Uh well you yell at me about it. I I yell at you about everything. 
Uh, <laughs> he comes in I'm a, I'm a to universe. my meetings. He barges in I, to my uh, meetings and he says, can you keep it down in here? We're getting complaints. And I'm always serious about it, too. <laughs> I am always absolutely serious about it. You better keep it down in here, fella. And, yeah. and of course, your clients are always very offended. <laughs> um, now, Rita. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> Rita's my Rita's my favorite client. Oh my goodness. Rita's a black lab who comes in for belly rubs during quarterly reviews. Oh. What's her mama's name? Uh, Lisa. Lisa. Mm-hmm. Lisa is so kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think she actually made it through the door when she was in last week mm-hmm. when I jumped on Rita. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. She that is. puppy is Puppy, what is she, 10, 12 years old? Yeah, she I actually, I think she's about seven. Okay, seven yeah. years old. Just, oh, beyond sweet. She's the best. Um, and they talk, what What are the, what, support dogs or? or like therapy dogs. Therapy dogs. It's for me? Are you kidding me? Oh, I know. Oh, I felt so much better after Rita was in. And and <laughs> uh, Lisa's like, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, grateful that you allow us, allow me to bring my dog. Allow? Are you kidding me? It's it's now a requirement. Well, the first time Lisa came, mm-hmm. Rita was in the car. And she told me that her dog was in the car. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, can I meet her? So when we le- when the meeting was over, we went out in the parking lot. And she, she got Rita out of the car. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, you can come back anytime. anytime. Oh. And now it is an expectation that... Rita's coming with Lisa, Ugh. and if she ever came without Rita and said, oh, I left her home, I'd be like, go get her. Go back and get her. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Oh. She actually barks at me when I stop rubbing her belly sometimes, just like a little wolf, you know? Like, hey. And I'm like, I have to write something down, Rita. Just give me a second. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I love when she comes oh, to me. It's, uh, we are so blessed. We are just so blessed. Our clients are fantastic, and their love for their uh, their animals mm-hmm. is uh, is pure. And uh, we took a vote um, recently. Uh, we like animals way better than we like people. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, well, I was pretty. telling some clients this week about the the bear um, oh, yeah, live. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I am so obsessed with this um, live stream of a bear den in Pike County. There's a mama bear with two cubs under someone's deck. And the Pennsylvania Game Commission set up a camera. And I t- literally spend maybe 15 minutes every day, a little in the morning, a little in the evening, watching this bear and her babies it's so cute and fascinating so i was telling a client about it and uh, while we were sitting there the husband found it on his phone he's like now when my data usage goes up it's because of this because he thought it was cool too um and his wife sent me um this little anecdote little story that uh i don't it's not a poem it's just a little thing it says that when i come back in my next life i want to be a bear and why so she just sent that to me uh, this morning, because we were talking about about bears, I'm gonna um, send her back a screen cap I took this morning of the the bear cubs because you could see both of them today. Mm. It was so cute. Yeah, so, yeah. We talk about all kinds of really serious stuff. Deep. Only, only really Deep. serious stuff in Deep. these meetings. A lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Uh, tissues are in every conference room, either to uh, sop up the tears, yes, or the the beads of sweat pouring off of you as you're being grilled. <laughs> Um, one of the things that, that folks find, I, th- I think, very, um, what's the, the, the right word? Um, I think it relieves a lot of pressure when they realize that this isn't a test. 
This you, this is not a pop quiz. We're going to ask you questions. You're going to know the answers to some of them. Some of them you're going to have kind of an idea, and others you're not going to have a clue. And and that's okay. Uh-huh. That's absolutely okay. The the item that we ask every single person, if you were retired today, what monthly income do you need to cover your bills so that you're happy and healthy? And in my experience, 85 to 90% have no idea. And they... We should know that. And you can see the panic. You can see the anxiety. We've, we've, somehow we've messed up. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You haven't thought about something because nobody ever asked you that question. And in our world, that's the question that drives 85 or 90% mm-hmm. of the answers to everything else. Yeah. When do we do Social Security? How much money do you need? How do we invest our money? How much money do you need? Which pension option should I take? How much money do you need? <laughs> exactly. Uh, can I give money to my kids? How much money do you need? This is, it drives everything. So it's it's very much a team approach. There's no question about that. And if you're part uh, or excited to be part of a team that might be able to assist you, all you have to do is ask. Um, lots of ways to ask. You can uh, certainly send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. You can send me an email, gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. You can certainly go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, and you can call us. I'll give you that number here in a moment, but here's a quick email. We talk about ties. Uh. Young lady writes, ties, LOL. If I come in your office, can I see someone that has no tie on, has jeans and a casual button-down shirt or sweater? Suits throw me off all the time. Too formal and patriarchal. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, Kate. Kate, we can accommodate you. We have lots of advisors who, Kate's coming in. I'm going to be casual today. Uh, we can absolutely accommodate you, and we would do it happily. Mm-hmm. So, yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Uh, if you wish to uh, reach out to us, 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Thanks so much for spending part of your Saturday with us. We'll see you next week right here on More Than Money. The Don Weiner Team, brokered by EXP Realty, the number one real estate agent in all of Pennsylvania and all of New Jersey 10 years in a row, and just got numbers in for 2022, Don Weiner sold 2,647 homes to be exact. So it sounds like it's going to be 11 years in a row, number one. So if you'd like to get your household, you might want to list it with somebody that's selling houses and lots of them. And it's because he empowers his people to come up with solutions for you, not just the, tra- the traditional, you know, list it to a, oh, an open house, but come up with, you Unique solutions to sell your house. Sometimes there are solutions that are universal, like the sold in 34-day program, which is the guaranteed sales solution, the immediate buyout offer, the trade-up solution, the love it or leave it program. But sometimes there's something so unique to you, and you're just hoping, can somebody please help me get my house sold? The Don Winter team is empowered to do that. Give them a call. 2,647 people last year were glad they did. DLPsold.com or 484-366-1213. News Radio 790 WAEB, Allentown, an iHeartRadio station. Available everywhere on our free iHeartRadio app. Number one for music, radio, and podcasts all in one. DLP, Capital Partners Time, 10 o'clock.